everyone. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. This is your host, Daryl Donna Barber, and we're so glad that you're joining us today. Uh, we're going to get right into the Word today. And uh, one of the things that we left off in the last podcast is we had talked about the balance that comes between the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. There were nine each of those. And uh, we talked about how with sometimes with the gifts that we get puffed up. But if we walk in the love that is produced by the Spirit of God, uh, we see all the manifestations of everything else that goes with that fruit of the Spirit. And that brings that balance so we can really flow in the right spirit when we minister uh, in the gifts of the Spirit. So we're going to talk about today the three types of love, because when it talks about love in the Bible, it's not just talking about, you know, it's not one term. There's three different words. Which most people don't realize because there's never been a true understanding of it. So sometimes sometimes you don't realize that there are three types in there. But uh, I think the first one, um, once you go ahead and share that first one there that we were talking about earlier. Well, the first type of love is uh, eros love, and it means exotic love. Uh, different meanings in the Bible. Eros is a Greek term from where we get our English word exotic. And uh, it means the passionate, healthy, physical expression of arousal and sexual love between a husband and wife. Uh, That's one of the biblical meanings of Eros love. And the connotation of that word became so culturally degrading by the first century that it was never once used in the New Testament. Eros does not appear in the Old Testament writings either because they are written in Hebrew, and Eros is a Greek term. But really, the concept of Eros is clearly expressed in Scripture. And uh, so that is a different area of where that love is speaking of. And and in this day and time, you know, we should... uh, Husbands and wives should have that kind of passion. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we even especially now we have to uh, express that because it's become so much in our culture that uh, just that that's just what you do. And, you know, that's not true. The thing about that true love, that uh, that erotic love that it talks about, that should be between a husband and a wife. You know, and I'm thankful that um, when you start studying the scripture, you do find that the Lord is, he really wants husbands and wives to have a very healthy Love life, and we can't get into a lot of that on this podcast. But well, you have to understand. We well, <laughs> well, we'd be getting a lot of mail, I'm sure, if we did. But you know, we want to look at those things so that we understand the difference, and that's why in so- certain scriptures, you know, it talks about that. You know, I think it's. It, I was thinking about in First Corinthians. You know, it talks about how a husband and wife should love one another, and this is really the kind of love that it's speaking of. That's right. So when you you know that and you know that it's a healthy type, that's where it makes the difference. Um, I think with our culture, and I maybe I'm get, kind of getting a little further into it than we intended, but I think with, with what our, you look at TV, you look at all those different areas that we have that are um, vices, I guess you'd say, and trying to tell us what that type of love is supposed to be. And it really has... I think it's really hurt true covenant understanding between husbands and wife because that's where you get into where there's so many people feeling like that that's, you know, that 
those types of areas are just something that you can, it's, it really don't mean anything. And that's not true. Right. And the thing about it is, is God wants us to have a passion after one another. I believe that's exactly what happened in the kind of love that Adam felt whenever God created Eve. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that, I believe if yes. it's probably just written out like it actually was, he said, wow, <laughs> <laughs> when God had brought, had brought her to him, you know, in that after the rib was taken and, you know, Adam Adam was formed, but the woman was built. <laughs> she was built. And you always like to express that, don't you? Well, she was built. That's the terminology it uses in Scripture. <laughs> well, uh, that is that, that type of love. But, you know, there's also a couple of other types of love, and we want to share just a, a story with you today. It's the filio and the agape love. Uh, you want to give the definition of filio love before we go into that? Well, it's like Philadelphia. It's brotherly love, mm-hmm. the city of brotherly love. So it's really what it comes from, from the Greek there. It just it means exactly what it says, brotherly love. Brotherly love. And the other type of love that we're going to talk about is the agape love. And this is the unconditional the incomparable, the immeasurable love of God. And one of the greatest stories I want to read to you is a couple of, well, I think it's about four or five scriptures here. In the book of John, chapter 21, we see a great comparison between the filio and the agape love. It says that this is when Jesus came to them. He said, now, when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? And he said unto him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said unto him, Feed my sheep. Then he said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And Peter was grieved because he said unto him a third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, you know all things. He could have stopped right there, but he said, you know all things and you know that I love you. Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. And you know, you look at this story and the thing of it is, the contrast is, is when Jesus was asking Peter If he loved him, if you look those words up, when Jesus said, do you love me? He's using it in a phrase of agape, which means incomparable, unconditional. And But when Peter is responding, they use the word a filial love, a brotherly love. So when you read these scriptures, Jesus is saying, do you love me without condition? Do you love me beyond measure? Or is there no one else, Peter, in your life that compares to me and how your love is for me? But Peter, every time, is expressing back to him, I've got a tremendous brotherly love for you. Yeah, I think one of the things we need to point out in that, too, is the contrast that the agape love of God is really a love that doesn't require love to be given back. If you look it up, it's number 25 in Strong's Concordance, and it means love, that is, an affection or benevolence, uh, especially, plural, a love feast, mm-hmm. a feast of charity or charitably, dear love. But one of the things we've always learned is that the agape love of God 
doesn't have to require somebody to love them Unconditional. back. Unconditional. God loves us no matter what. Yes. You know, and that was the difference between what's going on in the conversation here. And I think, you know, if you we look at Peter's life in his latter years, I think he finally figured out what the Lord was really trying to express to him. Because, you know, you go back and you look at everything that Peter walked through. And, oh, you know, we say all the time, you know, in the with Peter, it was just he had some struggles. He dealt with some things. But, you know, this is what he is trying to say to him. Peter, when you have this type of love, in other words, you were going to face people. And this is for all of us. I'm going to kind of say this like this is for all of us. The Lord is saying if you love people unconditionally, if you love them and where there's no comparison, if you love them not expecting anything in return, you can be of a great benefit in their life and in your life because you're not putting, um, there's not a debt laid to that love. Right. And I think that's the difference he was trying to say with him. Yep. Well, that's all the time we got for today. We're going to shut down here, but we'll be back uh, for podcast tomorrow. Join us, and we'll go a little further with this. And don't forget, go over to our Empowering Life Ministries Facebook page or our website, and we've got a wonderful scripture for you today. Be blessed and have a wonderful day.